Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? It's Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means here on the Relic Grind over on the Twitch.tv, it's time for <laughs> the Relic Grind. I already said that. <laughs> Our fi- Ready Check Radio's Final Fantasy 14 slash Square Enix podcast has been a busy day with day jobs and all that stuff. I'm your host, Mike Byrne, a.k.a. Magic Man. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music Audible, wherever your favorite podcast platform is, thank you. We appreciate it. Much obliged. Uh, and if you get a chance, head on over to readycheckradio.com. I've got all the socials in the upper right there, including Twitch, so that you can come and join us live. We love having you live and reacting to your opinions in real time. But while you're on those other platforms, go ahead, click like, subscribe, turn on notifications, comment, all that fun stuff. Today we got a lot to cover. We're going to get to our 6.3 review of what's available in 6.3 and not 6.3.5 and other miscellaneous .x patches uh, as we go along. And then we'll ask the question, gentlemen, is Yoshi P in fact a dick? Uh, Ooh. I, I, Ooh. Is, is he a dick? I, we'll, we'll cover it. Joining me to go through all of it, Mr. Chris Montoya, a.k.a. Tarkoth. What's up, sir? Greetings, programs. Uh, I've had an interesting couple Sunday, Monday, a uh, couple days. Don't don't be like Tark with the PvP series. Um, if you want those rewards, get them done early. Um, I finished and got my mount with 24 minutes before the surfer went down on Monday. <laughs> yeah, I saw your tweet, and I was like, well, at least he accomplished something when Aaron Rodgers couldn't. I, I got the... Oh! Oh! oh. oh. oh is man. that, too, is that too soon? I'm out. Is that too soon? <laughs> All right, joining me, it'll be a duo show today, Mr. Adam Lane. What's up, Kronos? Man. Man, who else's team's in the playoffs? Just, just mine, yours. right? Just oh, yours. Man. Crazy. Just Who else yours. has the one seed? Just mine too. Just okay, that's yours cool. as well. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, yours yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like you're not even like fair weather bandwagon fan. <laughs> You've, you're an Eagles guy and you have been for a very long time. So oh, I can, yeah. I've been through some rough times, even, I promise yeah, you. <laughs> I can't even fault you. And my son yeah. and I were actually at the Steelers Browns game. So we were watching that and the scores come in for the Patriots Bills and for the Jets uh, Dolphins game come in. Halftime of all three games, all three games were tied. It yeah. was, you know, we needed the Patriots to lose. The Bills then kind of just put it on the Patriots, and and that was the end of that. And then Dolphins Jets just looked like, a, you know, a soccer game. It was three three six <laughs> six nine, six, and it was like, oh, okay. It was funny, like hey, how many Steelers I'm fans to like soccer. Don't don't diss on soccer. It was funny, like how many Steelers fans were like, ah, the Jets, they got to do. Like, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we lost four games this season by three points or less, including. Letting Baltimore beat us the first time around by two with a game-winning drive with under two minutes left. Like all you got to do is get a stop, and you're in the playoffs. Let's not blame the Jets. Let's let's just not really blame the Jets. Mike Tomlin, another winning season for Mike Tomlin, though. So good job. And it was a fun game. My my son and I had a blast. Speaking of fun games, let's talk about some Final Fantasy XIV, gentlemen. 6.3 came out this week, dropping on Tuesday. Now, remember, there is an awful lot of stuff in the 6.3x line, but we're talking today specifically about the 6.3.0 stuff. 
So uh, the Ultimates, the uh, Deep Dungeon, the, the New Dailies, like all that stuff that's coming in six, you know, six point three five and six point three two and six two five and six eight or whatever numbers they end up using. Uh, we're not talking about that. We're gonna keep our review today specific to what came out and we've gotten our hands on. Uh, so let's start with the questions first here, gentlemen. Has everybody completed MSQ? I have. Yeah, there's only one thing I haven't done. So, and it's not, it's in the other section. Tark, so. you've, you've done MSQ. All done. Okay, yep. so that means you've done the dungeon, you've done the trial, we'll cover that. Uh, mess around with Island Sanctuary. I know that's not really stuff you can complete in two days with the new levels and, and shit like that, but it, messing yes, around you with it. You, you can complete it in, in, in a day. You can. You just grind out that. Yeah, you could. <laughs> you could. Uh, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing yeah. that. <laughs> okay. Uh, I also didn't do it in case you're wondering. Alliance Raid. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, I did that and uh, the quest after. Okay, cool. And then we'll talk about some miscellaneous other side stuff, Tataru's and shit like that. So let's talk about the MSQ itself first. And, you know, uh, chat, we're not, we're not generally spoilery here, but... Honestly, I didn't I don't really feel like there's anything to really spoil here. I guess you could say that maybe who the trial is is a spoiler because they really didn't give an indication that that person was going to be the trial in the trailers. In fact, I think they kind of pulled a little bit of a misdirection in in one of the trailers trying to maybe make you think one of the alliance raid bosses was going to be the trial person, but that depends on how fast you viewed the trailer. Uh, so there's not really anything to spoil. We already know the the Black Knight is Golbez. The name has already been dropped in the game. We're like, there. So yeah, sure. Spoiler warning. I guess. <laughs> I guess. You know, generally we stay away from big spoilers for the first week. But yeah, gentlemen, mm -hmm. I, I take the gloves off for this one because I just personally don't. Unless you disagree, I personally don't feel like there's anything huge spoilerific in this patch. Not that big a deal. No. Yeah, not really. All right, so let's talk about MSQ, Tark. Uh, we'll come and we'll circle back to the dungeon and the trial itself as far as mechanics, but what do you think of the MSQ? I thought it was wonderful. Um, seeing Zero grow as a person is is heartwarming. She's my base. She's my new girlfriend. I need to say, though, Julius, you need to you need to take those eyes, those learning eyes, and, and, and <laughs> point them somewhere else. Uh, she's not yours. She's mine. Get off of Tark's Bay. Get off of Tark's <laughs> Bay. What do you What do you think, Kronos? I thought it was just okay. I'm not like super high on it. I don't think it was bad or anything. All right. Uh, I mean, the solo instance to me wasn't that great. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of over like the solo instance where I just press one button now. Like I don't know. It's not yeah. that fun. Um. Yeah. I mean, just okay. Not yeah. really. So there were. There were moments like all three of us are all, all over the spectrum here. Tark loves it. Kronos thinks it's average. I hated it. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, there's some interesting bits with Zero. I like. I do agree with you, Tark. I do like Zero's character kind of starting more of an arc. And, and I'm, I'm not bashing it for that. I do like that aspect. There were some neat things. I thought it was a kind of neat taking control of Zero in the little solo duty for a minute or two, knowing that this is going to be an unwinnable fight because I had seen the trailer and now I have a place. So I know when she's going to go down, like, like when she falls in the trailer. 
So there were neat little moments here and there, but I honestly played through it all and almost the entire time felt like this is one of the weaker patches, MSQ-wise. And maybe I'm alone, uh, but I'm more towards your side of things, Kronos, than yours, Tark, and maybe I'd go a little further to say this is one of my least favorite MSQ patches. That said... I do understand that we are in an awkward phase point with these patches right now. And right. in that the Scion storyline is done and we're getting ready to prep a whole new mass storyline. It's not the worst patch by any stretch of the, ma- the imagination. Um, it's, But I think it's up there as one of my least favorite. One of my least favorite. Am I being too harsh, Kronos? It's probably around there for me too. If I start thinking of like... because. It's not many patches I like flat out hate. So if I'm saying like it's yeah, average, Stormblood I'm, and I feel good like for a couple of those. Yes, I mean that's fair. Yeah, Stormblood story patches weren't weren't very good. Um, although some people like the the stuff after the, the MSQ, like after the the main stuff. But um, yeah, I don't know. I I didn't really like it that much. I I want to like it because I think I am interested in like some of the, a lot of the void stuff. Just felt like we did other things that I just didn't care much about and then we kind of went back around to that like, near the very end and it got a little interesting for me but uh i guess like we're, we could just talk about it, like a little bit now but like i i was hoping they wouldn't make cognazo the dungeon boss i was hoping they would do something different like yeah. than mm-hmm. rather what they did last time they just did the same dirty <laughs> they just did the same thing again so not that i hate the fights themselves i think they're actually kind of fun like the dungeon boss is, is fun for what it is and i think the trial is really fun uh it's just yeah i don't know i just wish they had done something a little different and i'm hoping that it gets more interesting going forward because right now i feel like after the last one patch where that felt was really interesting i felt this one's like not even close personally yeah tark and like i said like the worst patch in final fantasy 14 is still an enjoyable patch for me (laughs) i've never jumped into a patch and gone just like i don't know if i want to play this anymore or Maybe I want to just shut this down and come back a few patches later. It has never been like that for me. So we're like, you know, I'm bitching about an abundance of good, right? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm bitching about an abundance of good. Uh, I, I'm kind of in the the same boat. Like, oh, okay, CAG is going to be the the boss. Okay, well, I know who the trial is. Up, uh, oh, yeah, I was right. Okay, uh, Rubicante, let's do it. Let's do this. Yeah, what 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 made it like one of the 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 better ones? For, and I don't want to put words in your mouth and like give it more hype than you did, but you're more positive than the two of us. Well, you guys know I, I Final Fantasy IV is my favorite, so yeah, I could it, definitely this whole see expansion that. Yeah. has been just have been overflowing of nostalgia goodies for me. Um, they've they've done my four fiends dirty though. Uh, Scarmigalione and Cagnazzo being dungeon bosses just feels real bad to me. Um, I, I would have uh, felt I mean, better. If you got to pick if, two to be dungeon bosses. Regular, those are the two you pick. I, I, yeah, it, I and I agree with that. Um, I just had hoped that they would just let Scarmiglion be one dungeon boss, and the others would have been trials. It would have felt you know more impactful for three of the four fiends to actually be big bosses that you have to take care of. Um, well, I think timing plays into that too, though, right? Because sure. you got to do because well, we in, don't know what they got planned. In six point four, we're going to fight Golbez, and then six point five is going to prep seven zero. Like you, you know, you, you got. Well, I think this is six point four. We're going to face Shadow Dragon Azaja. Yeah. I, I think that's probably what's going to happen. And, and then six point five is, is Golbez. So, yeah. 
Man, that really doesn't give um, a lot of prep for 7-0, does it? <laughs> and let's say it's a, and it could be one of those, you know, we get two MSQ patches in the uh, 0.5 and 0.55. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Part one, part two deal. Um, I'm also wondering maybe, um, did you guys maybe have expectations with this being a 0.3 patch? Because typically we have big moments in 0.3s. Like um, yeah. we had Nidhogg, um, Sukiyomi for Stormblood, and then Warrior of Light. Um, those whole storylines wrapping up expansions to lead into the next one. And of course, we don't have that here. So I'm wondering if that maybe that put into your expectations. Maybe. I mean, that, that's also true. That's that's fair point. I, I actually feel like I'm just down on this patch as a whole in general, and we'll get to more of the stuff. But uh, okay. not that I hated it. Like, I still enjoyed. I, I know. It's so weird, right? It's like I, I didn't um, enjoy this as much of a, as I've enjoyed other ones. And I'm probably going to be a little more critical of some other things here too, but yeah. at the end of the day, it was fine. Like I, I, I didn't sit there going, "Oh my god, I just want to get this done." It, I enjoyed it, just not as much mm-hmm. as I've enjoyed other things. Yeah, that's kind of it's kind of where I'm at too. Like the dungeon, yeah. I thought Fair. the dungeon was boring as shit. I thought it was also really boring. It, Cagnazzo is cool. Yeah, uh, the fight's fun. I. And this is like, and this is like the patch of mommies. I mean, it like you know, you got your (laughs) you got your goth mommy uh, as the as boss number two in there. You got your first trial or your first um, uh, boss fight in the new alliance raid. Like, and then yeah, and then some people were making comments about the final boss until (laughs) somebody in my alliance raid was like, "Dude, she's like seven. And they were like, "Oh, okay, never mind then." (laughs) You seventeen thousand. She's seventeen. But but yeah, it is like the CAG was a pretty interesting fight. It was like, okay, that's kind of neat and stuff. But honestly, yeah. like environmentally, pretty. Like the blue ether pools that you go into at the end and like pretty, but yeah. I there have been much more visually interesting dungeons. Honestly, the music is great, but there have oh, been yeah. much better music pieces used in dungeons. And although Rubicante mm. was a cool fight, I kind of feel the same way about the trial. Like yeah, this the, is... no, the normal mode, I, I feel that way. The extreme, I actually really enjoyed, but I don't know if I like it more than Barb. I I like the beginning of the dungeon. I was kind of amped up at that part, like when you're riding through. I thought yeah. that was really cool. Tower of Babel in the distance. And, and you're like, yeah, oh. I, I mean, yeah, like even well, it kind of starts off a little bit like Tower of Babel, right, where you're like riding the train, but yeah. like. And I kind of like that. I think they should. I wish they used that more because I think it's really cool to like look around you and then like look forward and see where you're going while you're fighting stuff. Uh, but then the rest of it, I just didn't. Yeah, felt kind of like whatever <laughs> to me. I, I don't know. You know, I like the first boss. You know, the <laughs> the animal stampedes. I was just busting up laughing. I'm like, that's funny, AOE. <laughs> um, second boss, that that whole second area. Um, I haven't unlocked Reaper, so I got reaper lore from there and i took the time to to read the stuff because i was doing it with a duty support oh, let me ask you this since you haven't unlocked reaper and chronos you've you've unlocked reaper right yeah i have everything in nine. Oh, you're omni that's right yeah. so then you saw in this in this the msq when they reference the your character as having started training in this art or received mm. training in this art and wondering who. Did you get that text line, Tark? Because as soon as I yeah, read it, yeah. I was like, I wonder if people yeah, that don't have Reaper unlocked don't get that text line. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I was told by uh, others that were watching. Like, yeah, you get more uh, flavor lore if you have uh, done Reaper stuff. So 
Uh, I didn't get any of that, but uh, it, it was interesting to learn about it, knowing nothing about Reaper and, and their backstory. So that was kind of cool for me. Rubicante, yeah, yeah, interesting fight. I mean, the, the, the music's good. The music's good. Music's good. Yeah. Music's good. We know the music's going to be good. They just they just keep beating us with that nostalgia stick. It's Square Enix. I'll take it. Uh, I, think, I think they've realized the weakness of Final Fantasy fourteen players. Just turn stuff. A <laughs> little bit. little bit. Just turn things. Just turn things, and people lose their mind. Yep. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> Can't do it. It happened with Zodiac. We're actually, I, I actually have. Uh, there's a mechanic that's used in the Alliance raid that don't let me forget. I do want to bring it up because yeah, lots of people can't deal with turning things. But honestly, there's a mechanic that the first time through the Alliance raid, I was like, I do not get what is going on here. Like I just, oh, I'm, I'm not understanding what's going on. Uh, and then when I said it in party, we'll, we'll get to it when we get to the Alliance raid. Okay. Um. Island Sanctuary stuff. I mean, cool. There's some new materials. There's collect all buttons. Yes. 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 So good. Uh, I rejoiced so hard. It was great. <laughs> yes. The collect all buttons are there. There's some new materials you can farm up. Some of them are real pains in the ass to get. Not necessarily to get, but to get to respawn. You gotta it's some of them are annoying. You gotta jump down to other places and then come on back. You can't just find other crap to farm nearby. Um, so yeah, I mean, I got, I got the, I got a new minion. Yay. Always, always a fan. Always a fan. I've gotten since last time we were together, I've gotten 10 new minions. I am catching up to you, my friend. Uh, I'm catching oh. up to you. Well, I mean, that's the best way to, to win a race is to have a race without the other person knowing it's a race. I mean, that's, I, I will say <laughs> that you are pay to win. win. I, I, I always look on <laughs> XFE minion. And I see all those soundtrack minions you got. I'm like, yeah, oh, I have to. The soundtracks, the soundtrack discs are amazing. What's up, David? Uh, chat, long time. Yeah, welcome. Yeah. Haven't seen you in a while. Just hit that filter button. It's there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no, a button I, that I, says. I keep it there. I keep it there as a reminder that he's pay to win. Okay. Ah, <laughs> okay. right, right. I well, if you hit the filter button, are you still losing? Because if that's the case, then no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually okay. winning if okay. I if I filter that okay. out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so if I don't count any of this column and this <laughs> column, I'm beating you. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, there you go. I'm feeling about it. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, did did, did y'all catch any of the new Pokemon? The you know the animals. No, oh, no, three. No, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't delved into that. I, I saw yet. one. Uh, you, I think there's three. Did you? Are they all it? rare? They're all rare. They're all weather based. Yeah, I caught one. It was a tiger. Looks like it's just like a, a striped tiger. I think there's a baby Marlboro, like a little baby Marlboro and a Griffin and a Griffin. That's I think that's it. And then it really the quality of life stuff's the, the biggest thing, to be honest. That's I mean, cool. there's a mount that's ranked 12. I'll get it eventually. I, I'm not really gonna the sit alligator. there and gather for yes. eight hours. <laughs> I'm good. I did that enough already. Yeah, I saw someone on day one with the alligator. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you're totally. insane. Totally. I bought my gill mounts, and that was enough for me day one. Wow. Huh. And then we have the Alliance raid. Yeah. Which, honestly, I feel like was the best part of the patch for me, but still was just kind of, okay. I thought yeah. it was beautiful. I thought the, the the lay of the land and the changing of the environments and, you know, the slide into Elsa's tower from Frozen and... All that <laughs> <laughs> I thought That's... all that stuff was beautiful. 
Uh, there are a couple interesting mechanics. We'll talk about that in a second. Narratively, I couldn't, I just didn't care. Like I did read all of the text and yeah. go touch the rocks and all of that stuff. I'm going to say that I found this one easier. <clears throat> My first group of randos on day one cleared it. Like there was, there were no wipes. I'm obviously there were deaths and reses and stuff, but there were no wipes. Every boss got one shot all the way through. I understand the difficulty meter on this is tuned for a different audience. That's fine. I still enjoy running the content and I do find it interesting, even though it might not be overly challenging. Uh, but this was the best piece of 6.3 for me, and it was just okay. Love the art, though. Love the environment. Uh, not so much a fan of the music for the last boss. I was like, what is this? Oh, yeah, especially after In the Balance. Uh, I was expecting yeah. something awesome, epic, you know, a good banger, and no, it, it, was, was it, very, was, it was very, very poppy. An, yeah, it was very anime, and then there was, like, anime some poppy. southern twang, like, three-quarters of the I, way through yeah. it. It was very weird. I love the, I love the violin and, and fiddle throughout all of this. I, you know, the, the first three bosses use the same music. I mean, I'm an Irish man, really so I thought that. I should have done some Irish dancing to <laughs> some of the beats in the last boss's music. <laughs> uh, but I, I like the, you know, the boss music for the first three fights. Um, I thought the fiddle violin was awesome um but yeah i was expecting more out of the last song it was sad yeah, the best way i could describe it is like it's like not it's like a 90s anime song and then if you've ever mm -hmm. played tekken 6 at all it's like the sheep stage from tekken 6 you like math like just mashed into one song it's really weird but it i don't know i kind of liked it it's definitely not in the balance though like i don't even think it's close oh but, yeah no doubt um i, I kind of liked it but yeah what'd you think of the raid as a whole i thought it was ridiculously easy <laughs> like, I think this might. This is the easiest I've felt a twenty-four man has been in a long time. I think I, I'm trying to think like, what's easier than this? Sicrus, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, it just felt like I don't know. Like, some of the mechanics aren't like super super clear, I guess. But then like, it's just I don't know. Nothing was really that punishing. It felt like. Usually, like, because of how friendly they are with raises and stuff, they usually at least, like, will do stuff that will kill you. I don't know. It's just and it, everything felt, for the most part, everything felt super obvious for the most part. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I don't know. I just felt a little too much easy on something you said for me. Uh, I, I agree with that, um, especially when, you, like you, I we one-shot all the bosses. The first boss, uh, my rando group uh, had some difficulties. We got to a point where we were, like, five or six people left. But we still managed to claw back and get the win. So th there's definitely moments of breathing um, in between all the chaos that might be going on. But nothing's crazy, you know, shrouded in mystery on what's going on. So um, my only disappointment really for this is that I, I still don't know, like, why we're here. Like, they're saving the, the mystery for the last patch because, you know, we got we got five of the gods this time. So yeah. well, there is one thing we're minus learned, one. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. We're, Go ahead. Yeah. So we're so we're minus one for the next one. So what's that last boss gonna be? Is it gonna be Derek? I think so. <laughs> you don't think Derek is is one of the gods, or do you think Derek is the guy they're like the thirteenth person they're referring to? I, I think he's the thirteenth person. I think he might be a Zem. Okay. I can he's see that. not. He's not with the gods, but you know, he's he's a wanderer. Kind of how Zem is. 
So do you think the monkey is Oshan? Uh, possibly. Possibly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with all that. I, I, I find it like, I don't know, I thought I was more interested in it at the beginning, and now it's like they're just taking kind of long to explain stuff, and I'm like less interested in it. Yeah. Yeah, and it does kind of, okay, is the last segment only going to have three bosses, or are we going to have the introduction no. of a fourth unknown <laughs> entity at the moment? which is obviously the way I think they're going to go. Dave from chat loved the music, by the way. I could definitely see like an anime fan absolutely loving it because the last boss is very Sailor Moon anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. So you get that vibe and then you get that music. Uh, just wasn't for me. Uh, again, didn't it's yeah. one of those things. Didn't hate it, but was like, mm, ugh. yeah, there's been better. Yeah, there's there's been better. Other side stuff. There wasn't a ton in this one. Um, obviously, a Tataru's Endeavor... <sighs> Jesus, nope. please just be over. Um, doing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did it. You know, might as well. Just I, I haven't done it yet. It's the one thing I didn't I'll, do. I'll do it at 6.5 when it's done. I'm done. I'll, I'll I'm do done it. With, I'm done with I'll that. I'll do it. Yeah, nobody done. expects yeah, yeah. the 24 to be punishingly difficult. That's not what it's for. But comparing it to other 24s, it was easier. That's just... Yeah, I'm only fact. comparing it within within the realm of yeah, the, the scope other 24 of other 24 man. man so. Yeah. Like um, people rag on the near raids, but I thought the near raids had the, been a lot more interesting than these. Me, than these mechanically, fights, so. though, mechanically the near raids were really good. I thought it's most yeah. most people like a plan that they feel like about this near stuff is like the story, which is totally understandable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. But I feel like from mechanics and boss standpoint, the near, most people enjoy the near raids. I think they're pretty like the difficulty was like spot on. I think not quite as hard as Evil East, which I don't think you want to do. But uh, right, but like I in the middle, Sith. like you're like Sid was yeah. awesome. <laughs> I liked Ivelisse too, but I think Evil I think at least like the last I think one was Evil East pushed overdue. the boundary of what I think they're willing to do difficulty wise with twenty four. I think they were like because they you know we only had what Crystal Tower and um oh shit before Void Arc yeah thank you uh before Evilise so they were still kind of finding their groove on difficulty I think on yeah. on what they wanted this to be and then when they did Evilise they were like okay yeah. That's a step too far. Let's step it back, and then we're good. We found it. Uh, this time, I think it was just a, a bump down. I actually think, by the way, that when we did the second uh, portion of uh, uh, Asphodelos, I, I thought it was easier than the first portion, too. So, eh, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I will say this. I loved, and Tark, I, I don't know if you've done it, right? The Hectize quest? Mm-hmm. Did you I do those? not. I have not finished the second set. Okay. I loved... That might be my favorite part of the patch was that quest in the previous patch and then here in 6.3 kind of giving not just backstory on how the fiends met Golbez and implied promises or in some cases uh, overt promises, but then also going into the fiends' own backstories like long before when they were human and... I thought those were great. They were fantastic. I loved them the first time around, you know, with the daughter and the father uh, for Barbriccia. And, like, they were great this time around. That was an awesome little side quest endeavor. And if you collect orchestrian roles, you're going to want to do that one. I thought that was one. That was probably my favorite thing about the patch, which is silly. I think I might be right there with you. I think I might be right there with you, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah. Any other little endeavors as you are traveling around or any final thoughts on 6-3, Tark? Uh, actually, just the question, the mechanic that you found 
Oh, 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 me. yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally said, don't let me forget. And you didn't let me forget. Uh, I didn't understand the card mechanic at first. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, that's one where you figure it's, out when you actually highlight the debuff. Yeah, yeah I just, really, I just to, the debuff. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and eventually I did just break down and highlight the debuff. But I try to like go in blind and just, yeah. okay, you know, if this thing nukes me the first time, I don't care. You know, or if I die during a fight, I'm going to watch the next time this fires. Like, I try to piece it out without mousing over that stuff. Eventually, I had to for this one because there's really not any real fair indications of move, standstill, face, don't face. Upside down means it. Like, there really isn't a... You know how they're really good in, in, in uh, not just Final Fantasy, but in most a good MMORPG of setting you up for the the ultimate mechanic, right? We're going to do mm -hmm. a little light version of A, a little light version of B, and then later you're going to see A and B amped up and at the same time. This one kind of was just like, okay, I got a card, and I know it's a countdown. Uh, there's fire. Uh, fire. What does fire tell me to do? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't take a bath. I don't know. I just get in the tub. Oh, shit, the counter's down. You know, I thought it was, I was like, eh, there really wasn't any indication besides mouse over the the debuff which i was like i don't like that but I, you know it I, is what it is i will say with that particular fight the fact that it can be different depending because you, you, you can have different mechanics she has different cards mm -hmm. so you have a fire and a water yeah and you, have you have a move a, you have a don't move you have a look you have a don't look and then you have yep. reverses of each of those four cards too yep so I think it's a a plus that uh, you can have different mechanics uh, depending on you know, what you get set up with. It's a little bit of replayability, but not much. But <laughs> evil ass something. Uno, evil ass Uno. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> evil ass Uno. Yeah, good times. Overall thoughts on six three. We're gonna hold for a minute on those because that's gonna be our love it or leave it. And gentlemen, I'm not gonna let you cheat. I know we got other stuff that each of us are looking forward to in the six dot three line. But today's Love It or Leave It is only going to be 6.3 content specifically. Speaking of Final Fantasy's future content, before we leave the topic, uh, Yoshi P has revealed the next level cap. Get ready for it. Are you ready? Here we go. It'll be 100. Hey. I'm sure Mouse you're him. all shocked and amazed by this I, news. I think some people were disappointed, though. I wanted it to be 99. 99? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when we wrote it up for MMO Bomb, we were like, all right, I guess he's breaking norms a little bit and going to go to 100. Yeah. Uh, but the the interesting part about this, like you probably guessed this, uh, that it was going to be 100. Uh, but uh, Itai Kimochi on Twitter did some translation of an interview and where he confirmed that it was 100. The interesting part and in why I'm bringing it up here, gents, is because he's not quite sure what he wants to do after that. He's not quite that sure. That's the question. Because he feels like just going to 110 and 120, in his words, he calls it half-assed. Anything beyond level 110 or anything sounds half-assed, so the team needs to think about what they'll do after reaching level 100 in the next expansion. Any suggestions for them, Kronos? Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't know what the right answer is. It's hard, but something definitely needs to be done. I thought they were going to use the next. Ex I thought there was also a possibility like next expansion was going to be used as almost like a pseudo reset. They still might do that in some form. 
Well, I, but they already did. What's weird is other games, uh, World yeah. of Warcraft most notably, have done stat squishes, uh, for lack yeah. of a better term, in the past where they do the stat squish and a level squish at the same time. We already came out of a stat squish in mm -hmm. Final Fantasy XIV with no matching level squish. So that would be weird to just do a yeah. level squish out of, for no particular well, reason other than I, we don't want to go above 100. I think the most important thing is we need a, we need a story squish. <laughs> I think that's probably <laughs> the most important thing. Yeah. Um, outside of that, I don't, I don't know what the right answer is. I, I don't envy that decision they have to make because I think no matter what decision they make, people are going to be mad. Some, like some group of people are going to, but that's every decision, I guess. A lar large groups of people were probably mad no matter which direction they decide to go. Right. So, so I don't, I don't know what the right answer is. Any suggestions for him, Tark? I think, you know, it'll be, you know, and Walker with the stat squish. Wait, I mean, we've kind of talked about on previous shows, whether seven Oh or eight is going to provide a new starting point for players for new players. True. So, I mean, I guess you could do I mean, something in there. That maybe they just do a reset and they put you back down to level one or or a level switch. I'm, I'm like I'm with Kronos. Like I don't know what you do. I don't know what the right answer. Um, someone's gonna get mad at some point in time. Um, I'm leaning more towards See, just a level squish and and maybe section off the story. I, I'm not sure. So here's here's the thing. thing. Like I thought about the merit system in Final Fantasy XI. So when you hit level 99, you're still gaining experience, you're gaining these merit points, they can, but, oh, okay. but stats are important in Final Fantasy XI. Uh, mm. I'm talking about character mm -hmm. stats, strength, agility, that, that type of stuff, not like direct hit and spell speed, the, you, the things you're um, uh, yeah. materia, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about those, I'm talking about character stats. They don't really mean anything in, in 14, with the exception of like one class who still kind of relies on one of the stats a little bit. But yeah, I mean, if you, you can build a, a merit type system where maybe the reward for achieving those levels is something different than merit points, but you know, some I would I would be a big uh, advocate for Final Fantasy XIV to receive some type of horizontal progression system uh, at 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 a at level one hundred. But what you make the rewards oh. for those, so that you feel stronger or feel like you're improving your character either vertically or sure. horizontally, I don't know because there aren't really any meaningful systems to interact with right now on that front. And we'll so would merit be like the same as like AA from EverQuest? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a uh, similar, similar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then I would be all for that. I would love to have uh, a reason to be rerunning these dungeons other than just tomes. Like if I can get XP for doing that stuff and put it towards, you know, tiny little increments, even, even if it's just like one strength or, you know, five points of extra block damage on, on my paladin, you know, that would be awesome. Um, and over the time, you know, you build up this repertoire of like, Hey, yeah. I'm level 100 and, you know, a hundred, you know, merit points that, you know, it, it would, that's all I got. That's the, all I got. The guys. amount of differentiation, not every paladin would be the same because you'd have this extra system. Um, I don't, I, I don't. I don't think they're going to do that. But I don't think I they don't will either. either. Yeah, because the the, the, the the whole structure of the game is they don't want those stats to be meaningful. Right. That, right. That, yeah. That's why I said I. I don't know what the reward would be right now in Final Fantasy XIV because there is yeah. no meaningful system to interact with that you could pay off 
and make your character feel like you are advancing, uh, no matter how incremental. So, I, I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. Let's move on and talk about some other Square Enix stuff. But while we're we're on the topic of Yoshi P and interviews, gents, I gotta ask the question: Is Yoshi P a dick? Like, is he just a dick? Because in a, in an interview, he was uh, you know hyping up Final Fantasy 16 like you do, uh, and he was mm -hmm. asked about the subject of Final Fantasy 16 on the PC, a PC port. His response, nobody said a word about a PC version release. Why is it like a <laughs> PC... True. We'll come back to that. Why is it like a PC version is releasing six months later? Don't worry about that. Buy a PS5, he said laughing. And we did go on to continue. Obviously, everybody that reported on this said he said it in a joking manner. And then he did follow up to say that, you know, maybe he had gone, oh, it, literally, like, he didn't stop. It was the next sentence. This wasn't him fixing things later. It was the next sentence. He said, sorry, I went overboard. We did our best, so please look forward to it. I personally didn't have a problem with it. I could tell it was a joke. I could tell the way it was meant. But I also looked at it and said, if that pisses you off, I'm not going to fight you on it. Like, I can understand, if you're pissed off by that comment, why you'd be pissed off. I knew it was meant as a joke. He said it as a joke. If you thought, even if he meant it as a joke, it wasn't, you know, a decent one to make at the time, uh, then, I hey, more power to you. What I did take a lot of umbrage with, though, was acting like this came out of nowhere. I thought, you know better. And if you don't, you should. Shame on you. You should. <laughs> you should. You should. So I'm going to show you this. This is the last screen of the original PlayStation or the the original tra uh, gameplay original trailer announcement. Yeah. yeah, the original trailer announcement. This is the very last screen. And let me just, you know, it might be a little hard to see on that screen. So let me just do a Load little. Do a little something something here for you. Enhance. 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 <laughs> that down there says also available on PC. It's the asterisk that was on the PlayStation 5 console exclusive. Yeah. So where did people get the idea that it would be on PC? From you. From Square. <laughs> From you. From Square. <laughs> Let's take a look at a little more evidence. This is the most recent trailer from Final Fantasy 16, where again, it's advertised as a PlayStation exclusive with an asterisk. And oh my, 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 my. Tark, enhance. Enhance. <laughs> enhance. Let's go plus ultra on this. Let's go. Not available on other platforms until 1231, 2023, at which point we knew that the game was coming out around June-ish. I don't know if we had the exact date or if it was, this was the trailer the exact date was revealed in. I can't remember off the top of my head. I think it was. So that's, let's see, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. That's six. So where yeah. did we get that it would be on PC and at least six months after the PlayStation 5 launch? Why, Daddy Yoshi, we got both of those ideas from you. 
Maybe he and the marketing team are not on the same page. <laughs> but I, I would think that he would have like final say over the how the trailer's released. Like, hmm, maybe, maybe not. And I mean, like I said, on the PlayStation, buy a PlayStation Five thing. Obviously, he's going to be trying to sell Sony Playstations right now because that's what the initial contract is for. I totally get it. It is a if it didn't upset me. If it upset you, I totally get it. To Cal saying it's like the don't you guys have phones type comment. Yeah. You know, it does come off in that vein a little bit. A little more humor than actual seriousness than when Blizz said it. They were deadly serious. Like, what the hell, guys? And telling people to just go out and buy a $500 piece of hardware that although the shortages aren't what they used to be, can still be challenging to find from time to time. It's kind of a bad look, and if it left a bad taste in your mouth, I'm not going to fight you on it. You're totally uh, able to to have that in my book. It didn't bother me, but I do take a lot of umbrage with pretending like PC in six months came out of nowhere, Kronos. This is just dumb. Yeah, maybe he's trying to prep people for the crappy port and Square <laughs> and PC ports oh, are not, not good. Um, wow, but good no, time. yeah, I... I think he could have been a bit better about this even even like with the people that probably listen to him more like us where like we could kind of tell us the jokes you're gonna make people bad yeah <laughs> you say stuff like that so. well the other thing is yoshi p is always talked so smart most most times about mm -hmm. pr and saying things carefully realizing that one he's saying them in japanese and then they're being translated so there's always subject to mistakes in translations or intent, more importantly, not being there in the English language that you can clearly contextually see in the Japanese language. But then also just like he understands media. He understands yeah. the sound bite. He understands the headline. And he knows that even making that comment as a joke, and even if the reporters put it in the text that, yeah, he said this and he was clearly joking, the headline's not gonna say that, and he knows better. He knows better. This is one of those times where it's it's easy just to use the cliche, hey, we're focusing on the PS5 uh, launch right now. It's coming out in June. If you want to get on it day one, get a PS5. We'll have information about other platforms in the future. Please look forward to it. Yeah, or we're not ready to talk about other platforms. Well, your trailers had this and this. Yeah. I understand, but we're not ready to talk about other platforms yet. We're looking forward to the PlayStation 5 launch in June. Yep, keep it simple. There you go. Sometimes <laughs> less is more. <laughs> Sometimes. He definitely, like, this was a gaffe on his part. Huge. Yeah, it was a faux pas. Uh, yeah, definitely. I, I can't even, not, like, not on the, argue it. I can't even Yoshi P fanboy but... argue him out of it. You done did this to yourself, friendo. Yeah. Like you, you deserve all the slapping around you get for people that that see the headline, don't read the article, and you knew better, or at least it's you not should. on the same level as the diversity thing. The gaff. That no, we had a couple no, weeks that ago. one Definitely was not. really yeah, that dumb. Was, that was brutal. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it it did, he didn't need to go into that. So. Hey, uh, gents, uh, I just wanted, I know we've talked about all of these topics I'm going to bring up here individually over time as they happened, but it really just hit me this past week mm. that, like, if you take it one at a time, we kind of laugh, we kind of giggle, and we poke fun, and we wish the developers well. But when I stepped back this past week and looked at things, I was like, dear God, like, it's not a joke 
anymore. Square Enix, as much as they're looking into NFTs and blockchain, and that's terrifying, they're awful. They should never be allowed to make, in my opinion, a live service game again. Ever. Ever. You got Marvel's Avengers, which is still kind of running. Kind of. Kind of. I'm not sure how, but yeah. Babylon's Fall, which shut down sales six months after launch, actually closes this February officially. Chocobo mm -hmm. GP lasted a year. Now, granted, you'll be able to play some of that offline still, but a big portion of that game and no new content or new seasons coming for it. First Soldier lasted 14 months and got shut down. Bravely Default Brilliant Lights, although in the West here we really don't know that one. It was a Japanese mobile game. Lasted 13 months. So nothing here lasted much longer than a year, with the exception of Marvel's Avengers still kicking around on life support for some reason. And I know this isn't Square Enix's direct closing of these games, but let's not forget that when Square Enix Montreal was bought and renamed to Anoma, they shut down Hitman Sniper, The Shadows, Deus Ex Go, Arena Battle Champions, and Space Invaders Hidden Heroes, all mobile games as a live service. Which means not only... Oh, and then Onoma closed, by, by the way. <laughs> and then Embracer Group just closed Onoma. So, oh, I didn't see that. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, they renamed it and everything and then shut it down. We talked about it on the show. Um, here's my thing. Not only is this an impact on devs, right? These were devs that thought that they were going to be working on games, particular games for a while. And now they either get reshuffled to something else or, in worst case scenarios, laid off. But just think of the number of players that have jumped into these six or seven or eight or whatever it is titles over the last 12 to 14 months and spent any money in it now have nothing with the exception and you're oh i understand when you play a live service and you spend money that is always a buyer beware at your risk your own risk thing if they shut the game down you got nothing for your money when it's all over but people don't tend to go into live services expecting them to close 14 months or less from the time you are engaging with the product. So is it the fault of players? Sure. This is very much in my mind a fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, or fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me type thing. But I think Square Enix has to bear a little responsibility here and just oh. look and say, we are, we are not doing this right. We are trying to jam these live services into games that probably don't support it because we're so hungry to get a, a live service out there and make a ton of money off of it. We're over-monetizing the hell out of it. We're making money maybe very quickly in the short term, and then we're shutting them down. That's kind of dick, oversaturating market, too. That's kind of yeah. dick. It is kind of dick. Um, I mean, they do still have a few wins out there. Uh, Dragon Quest Tactics, I believe, is still running. Uh, Opera Omnia has been going strong. Brave Exvius, War of the Visions. So there's, they've got some wins, but you add those to all the ones they shut down, it's just a very oversaturated market. And you can only 
spend so much money on all these mobile titles before you're like something has to shut down. Um, I'm expecting near reincarnation to shut down at some point here soon. Um, but yeah, it, it doesn't bode well, and I'm looking forward to Ever Crisis, but I'm now worried for it because of how things have gone for Square Enix over the last two years. I think you're probably okay on that one, just because that one's not being a live service. That's kind of doing what they do with uh, Final Fantasy 15, and it's like almost episodic and stuff like that. You know, shell out. They do have the gotcha. It does have the gotcha element. Yeah, it does. So it's like Opera Omni in that that regard. Um, Yeah, I'm a little worried for it still. Um, I mean... There's, you know, if you know about some of these titles that are coming out before they're announced, you can maybe make some money on the stock market. You know, I mean, I just kind of, <laughs> I just kind of look at them and go, no, like the, no, you no. have the track record, Chronos, that that they have here. I'm pretty much not. You put could put Final Fantasy on it and Yoshi P on it, and and I'd still be like, no, like I just yeah. don't trust this is going to be here. There's better things I can spend my money on. I'm I'm proud of myself that I didn't buy any of these. Actually, I didn't. Oh, I got Babylon. <laughs> I, did. To be, I did not buy Babylon's Fault. Was got it given for, to got me it by Square yeah, Enix. Yeah. So we, I do we have the a beta. copy. Yeah. Uh, Marvel's Avengers is the only one on this list that I purchased and I immediately refunded. So, which it it's really it takes a lot for me to refund a game, a lot, especially like a Marvel game too. But um, yeah, it's I don't know it. I don't. This is why I don't like a lot of like digital age stuff too like I these get, games are just gone, gone gone except for chocobo gp and even that's like half gone yeah right? yeah, yeah yeah and i uh, i do own that one i did pay for that one yeah like cash um, my own cash not square's cash they didn't send me a copy of that one <laughs> i i i blame i honestly blame square like a hundred percent because i feel like a lot of these things i don't know they feel like very cash grabby it's like okay let's make a chocobo mm-hmm. mario kart and then i, I guarantee you you announced you announced just that uh, where they, actually they did and fans are like oh that's really cool you know we'll buy mario kart chocobo gp yeah, as long as everything's but, in one package and then they're like here's but, this but, mobile game basically it's a little worse for me because I, I don't feel like it's like hey we want a mario kart let's do it with chocobos all of these tap into nostalgia 100 yeah. percent intentionally chocobo gp didn't come out of nowhere there was a Chocobo right. racing game that was very well loved on the PlayStation right. 1 that we haven't seen yep. Jack from until Chocobo GP. You know, these the it's it's not just it doesn't just feel like EA grimy to me. It feels like EA grimy plus 1. Because now yeah. they're like jumping on the emotional portion of it to the nostalgia portion of it, which just feels awful. I mean, I feel the same way with like the Final Fantasy 7 stuff to be honest. It's like they're just it just feels like a cow and they're just like milking it yeah like they're just like how much final fantasy crap seven crap can we make before we actually finish the remake and some of it's good don't get me wrong you know i enjoyed the crisis core remake and stuff like that and like i'm sure ever crisis is going to be fine but then you're for for every one of those things you're going to get a first soldier it's like (laughs) yeah it it just doesn't (laughs) feel good to me and we don't know if this one's going to be a live service or not, but on J- uh, January 18th, Square Enix is going to announce a new Dragon Quest title for iOS and Android. You'll be able to watch that announcement on YouTube. It's going to feature an overview of the game, live gameplay, and more. And according to the teaser site, it says that it's going to be a, uh, mercy of Google Translate here, question mark RPG. There's also a new Twitter account for it. Uh, it, 
Could this be related to the Dragon Quest 3 HD 2D remake we've heard uh, about, rumors about before, and was pretty much officially announced a while ago? Um, or I, question mark RPG almost makes me feel like they, they kind of want to do a Genshin Impact-y thing, Tark, with, uh, in, in like a Dragon Quest world. But I, I don't know. Cool. I don't know. We, we have no idea besides the information I gave you. Uh the only problem with it being a Genshin impact is that I don't see anything about consoles. So yep, no, thank this you. This is just mobile. <laughs> at least so, right now, no, at least in the anu- announcement. Uh, I wish I had known about this at uh, maybe invested in that company that's making it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just wanted to talk. You had said it on a show and I've seen it yeah. on another site. So I wanted to uh, bring that here. Square Enix, uh, or I'm sorry, gamer game rant agrees with you, Tark. They think that the big announcement that was not related to Final Fantasy VII that got teased that's coming up sometime, they feel like that's also that's the Final Fantasy IX remake announcement. Uh, and they use the same evidence you brought up on the show, like the NVIDIA leaks and then everything we've had since then. So way to go, Tark. Yeah, there you I go. I hope it is. Um, I think it just creates a bigger impact than a tactics remaster. So um, especially with the, the anime coming out for nine. So, you know, if you tie those two together, you know, they could benefit each other. And well, remember they said the anime, other. the, the animated final fantasy nine thing is going to be geared towards a younger audience. So, Fine. you know, I don't, I, I I'm like tempering my expectations on that one. Cause there's some dark stuff in nine, but I don't think they're going to, they're really going to go there. But what if they give you an NFT with it? Oh, God. Make you buy it? oh <gasps> I'm going to buy two. An NFT minion? Oh, then you're screwed. Oh, God. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, finally, before we head over to Love It or Leave It, uh, Forspoken, when it comes out, will have Denuvo DRM on it. So that $70 price tag, they want to make sure they get that $70 per copy. Uh, yeah. Is they, that just a PC version? Yeah. For that, then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's a little rough sometimes. I mean, we saw, saw that really hit the hell out of the performance of Shadow of the Tomb Raider and some other games, so kind of a bad taste. I mean, it's one of those, I understand why you're doing it, but man, there's got to be a better way to do it without just killing the performance, so... For spoken on the- PC, Denuvo, at least for the launch window. Sometimes games take it out afterwards, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, you know, even from the demo, though, it was having showing some technical difficulties. So you're going to add this on top of it. I'm worried for it on PC, absolutely. Well, it is Square Enix <sighs> on PC. Yeah. Yeah, I think just the Square Enix logo on the PC version should make you worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's head over to Love It or Leave It. Love it or leave it is the way we end every episode of the Relic Grind here. It's where I give you one thing. could be a Square Enix related. Something in a game, a press release, something they did, something they said, tangentially related, whatever, because I get to pick. And you tell me whether you love it, want more of it, or leave it. Set it aside, never to be picked up or seen again. I teased it earlier, gentlemen, so today we're going with 6.3 patch. Love it or leave it. And again, just as a reminder, no including anything that's going to be in dot three five or any of the other sub patches that's not there. Just what launched Tuesday, 
Love it or leave it, Kronos. Yeah, I'm going to leave it. Uh, I think this is probably my least favorite patch in recent memory. So just on that alone, I think I'm going to leave it. Again, that doesn't mean that I didn't have fun playing it. I do like the content. It's just not on par to me with other patches. Uh, I think I'm going to agree with you. Like, it's just barely a leave it for me, though. Like, if I could fence it, I probably would on this one. But since we don't allow that in this segment, I'll fall down drunk on the side of leave it. I enjoyed it. It's just not one of my favorites. So I can't say love it. That's not fair. So I'll fall down on the leave it side. What do you got, Tark? Well, I guess I'll have to break with the uh, the grain here. I, I love it. Uh, Final Fantasy IV vibes all throughout this. Uh, it's my favorite Final Fantasy of all time. Uh, I got a lot of uh, zero loving in, so that was that made me happy as well. And uh, I want more of it. So, oh, I, I will in a couple more weeks. So there yeah, we go. Just a few more weeks. Just a few more weeks. I think I'm going to like, <coughs> excuse me, the 6.3 series. I think I'll be, I'll, I'll feel the, the whole the whole thing. section as a whole. Right. But if I treat just 6.3.0, yeah, I got to fall on leave it. That's going to do it for us today on the Relic Grind. Chat, thank you so much for throwing your opinions in there as we go. Don't go anywhere, though. We'll have the channel go dark for a minute or two, and then we'll come back up with Faye. What's up, Faye? Hey, it's going to be another day in hell. We got work to do. <laughs> <It's gonna> be- <laughs> what a way to plug your stream. Awesome. Well, viewers, it's going to be <laughs> another back. day in hell. <laughs> Literally. So you're headed back to Hades. Huh? How's it going? Yes. Uh, pretty well. Um, I actually haven't touched it since last week. I took a little bit of a break. Uh, so we're refreshed, ready to go on some more runs. Picking up right where you left off. So if you watched last yeah. week, like you should, and if you're watching exactly. on YouTube or listening on the audio portions, even if you can't make the show, you still can go to Faye's stream. You're allowed. Mm-hmm. You don't have to buy yeah. a ticket for both. You can go to one or the other. You'll be picking up right where you left off, so you didn't miss a thing. Faye, we'll turn it over to you in just a second. That's going to do it for us here on the Relic Grind. We'll be back Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern, with Gaming Gumbo. And I don't know. I'm sure Ubisoft and something Skull and Bones related happened this week. I'll have to look it up. I'll have to. to. I wrote two articles yesterday and today. Do do you know that Yves Guimot sent an email to his team telling them the, the employees of the Ubisoft, the balls in your court talking about the company's future. Like, are you fucking hey. kidding me? Hey, <laughs> if they do well, maybe they'll get some NFTs out of it. Oh, God. Nice. <laughs> we'll be back gaming uh, gumbo Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern here on Twitch to talk about that and so much more in the week of gaming. Until next time, Kronos, where can everybody find you? Yeah, same as always, Twitter. I'm going to chill this week and watch other people's football teams lose. Because nice. mine can't. Uh, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Tark. Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, all at Tarkov Gaming, and I will not be watching any football. The season's <laughs> over. There's no there's no postseason. <laughs> it's done. I'm Mike Byrne. Whoops. I did not set the outro right. Follow me uh, on Twitter at MagicMan1. More importantly, follow at uh, RC Radio, and you'll know every time we go live with a show or a stream. Until Saturday, stay safe, gang. We'll see you on the servers. I will watch a little football. Why not? <laughs> you know of a game releasing, let's start now for investment opportunities.